Hello, this is Bill Winston. I want you to join me for six powerful days, September 11th through September the 16th at our International Faith Conference. Now, this is going to be one of those powerful conferences I think you'll ever attend. Our theme this year is living the life of faith. Now, one of the things about what's going on today, it's going to take faith to live like God has planned for you to live. Now, if you've not been living by faith, most of what God has planned for your life has not been manifested yet. Now, we want to get it manifested because God has plenty of good stuff planned for your life. Come and hear from spiritual powerhouses, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, Brother Kenneth Copeland, Dr. Jesse Duplantis, Reverend Samuel Rodriguez, and Pastor Cash Luna. And various musical artists will be there also. There's an all-women's prayer, praise, and pampering luncheon hosted by my wife, Dr. Veronica Winston, and our guest speaker is Pastor Cheryl Brady, pastor of the Potter's House North location in Dallas, Texas. Now, we have a special leadership conference designed for pastors and ministry leaders where Pastor Cash Luna, along with myself, giving insight on being an effective leader in these end times. Now, Pastor Cash will be back Thursday night for a special healing and miracle service. New this year, we've added daytime sessions starting at 10 a.m. You're going to hear from speakers in the night and at day. So more of the word, more faith comes, the more you can do for God. So you don't want to miss this conference. I mean, if you have to take some time off the job or you have to take some of that, if you will, vacation time and so forth, come to this conference. Be a part of it. It's going to be life-changing. You see, the more faith you have, the more for God you can do. Again, it's our 2016 International Faith Conference. It's at Living Word Christian Center, and I'll see you here. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Jesus didn't use anything but the blessing. He healed with the blessing. He delivered with the blessing. He raised the dead with the blessing. He fed 5,000 with the blessing. Everything was the blessing, and he didn't do it for him. He said, what God did with me, he's going to do for you also. He's trying to get the blessing back to you. Amen. No weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Folks, we about to wrap this thing up. So what happened? Here's Joseph, and he decided not to kill him, but to throw him in a ditch. They put him in that ditch, and along comes a traveling band of businessmen, Ishmaelites, and they bought him. Now, when did God prepare them? Not when he got in the ditch. The blessing prepared them long time before. I'm telling you, when you're in trouble, that, that, that deliverance has been prepared for you months before you got in that trouble. I'm saying, go ahead, step on out there. God's got your blessing coming. And I'm telling you, the blessing transported him down to Egypt. The blessing did it. It'll take you where you need to go. Yes, sir. Because the 
blessing doesn't operate in strife. Get out of that strife. Tell them to keep the refrigerator. Come on, you can get 50,000 refrigerators. So what happens next? He goes on down there and all of a sudden Potiphar sees evidence of what? The blessing. This stuff wasn't foreign to Egypt. It wasn't foreign to them. They, they knew. They knew. They knew when they saw it. They, you, you remember when Moses crossed that Red Sea and that the whole sea split? And that they finally, 40 years later, they got over there to that Canaan land and they said, hey, we we remember when that sea split 40 years ago and we're still afraid. Mm -mm. People can see when that blessing's on your life. Now watch this. So here's Jacob, he works for Potiphar first, you know, and and Potiphar's wife comes at him and so forth and so forth because he was pretty nicely built like myself. And so what, listen, no hate, didn't I tell you no hate? Okay, just participate. And so what happened then, watch this, what? Don't hate the player, not hate the game right over here. So what happened? Now Joseph gets false accused and put in prison. And like I showed you, he told one of the guys, tell Pharaoh I'm down there, but the guy forgot about it. It doesn't make any difference if they forget about you. There's one thing that's got you. The blessing, you got to get used to saying it. You got to capitalize the B every time you put it down. Don't, don't let, don't let, are you following what I'm saying? And so what happened next? Now, Joseph, Pharaoh has a dream. Joseph get raised up. You know the story. He interprets the dream. What did he do with that? If you come back and you look at Genesis 47, and I'm not going over there, I'm just going to tell you the story. The famine hit. But you had something that was put in motion called the Joseph plan. Come on now, come on now. And what happened with that Joseph plan? He had the food for everybody. And what happened? They came and the rich people came for food. He said, well, give me your cattle. They gave the cattle. Now what is Joseph doing? Amassing wealth. That is Deuteronomy 8, 18. Not just getting wealth. Amassing it. I said, you're going to be the lenders to the world. Now, Pharaoh had political power, but he didn't have enough, a lot of, of money, enough wealth, tangible wealth. So what happened with this? Joseph made Pharaoh the richest man in the world. Because he took everything everybody had. Now, what happened next? Getting to the end of the chapter now, Genesis chapter 48 and 49. Next thing, you got Exodus chapter 1. The Bible says that now Joseph has pulled his whole family down there and everybody, and they start reproducing because they're going to be fruitful. 
And then the next thing that happens is Pharaoh dies and another Pharaoh comes in. And that Pharaoh didn't know Joseph. What did he do? Oppression. He made shown up slaves out of them. Now what happened? God's got to get them out of there. How many years are supposed to be in slavery? Over 400 years. God gets them out. But once he gets them out, he's got to give them commands. Thou shall not, thou shall not, thou shall not. What is he doing? Trying to make it so that they're not happy anymore? No, he's trying to keep the blessing working. Amen. Because adultery will stop the blessing. Look, look what they, look what he did. See, they got in there with Egypt and, and forgot their God and begin to mix with the world. All right. See, if, if, if you don't want to hear this, you got a mixture going on. See, and the devil's trying to get you so that that blessing will operate in your life because Jesus didn't use anything but the blessing. He healed with the blessing. He delivered with the blessing. He raised the dead with the blessing. He fed 5,000 with the blessing. Everything was the blessing, and he didn't do it for him. He said, what God did with me, he's going to do for you also. He's trying to get the blessing back to you. Amen. See, this blessing doesn't need another handout. This blessing said, raise the bar because God, the God that I'm served is going to set a new standard. See, it ain't being preached. They didn't come back and preach that. They didn't come back and and preach something that's going to make you mad. They didn't come back and preach this. They didn't come back and preach forgiveness. You may hear that. And I'm telling you, I'm going to tell it to you. And I'm going to tell it over this television to the world that you don't need to hold bitterness for anybody in your past. You're going out. You're going in the future. You're going to own everything anyway. You're going to be healthy, wealthy, wise. You're going to be full of favor. Come on. You're going to be holding a company. Come on now. Now give God some praise for that because that's where we go. The devil is a liar. Jesus is the Messiah. Folks, it's mad. A lot of people are making money off of you getting mad. You don't need to get mad one more time. What you need to do is get glad because that blessing is going to take you to the top. You're going to own it all. You're going to set the laws. Everything is going to happen through that blessing. And this is your time right now. And I'm preaching it and you are receiving it. So you're going to go. Don't be trying to figure out how the blessing going to do it. Let the blessing do its job. It will do what it's been made to do. So what's next? There you go. The laws. What are they trying to do? Keep the blessing intact. And as they go on, here comes uh, Joshua and, and go on and so forth and so on. And it's all about the blessing. Now here comes Jesus. And what is he teaching on? This blessing. 
He wants that blessing to be on you. Now, how do you have to receive it? By faith. How do you have to release it? By faith. Same way. You've got to go into that neighborhood calling things. Praise God. Come on now. And watch this. The more faith you have in it, the better it works for you. That's why I'm going to teach it till you get it down in here. And when you get it down in here, watch. The people that laughed at you, you're going to help them out. You're going to be the one helping them out. That's why I said, if you're not walking by faith, you're not accessing your promise. And if you're not accessing, accessing your promise, then you're walking or living below your privileges. And my job is to help you come on up and live according to how Adam was supposed to live and so forth. And in that blessing, that same blessing that was on Adam, the Eden blessing that was on Abraham, the blessing of Abraham and the blessing of the Lord is now on you. And that blessing is supposed to, anything you need, that blessing is supposed to make it happen because you're going to be living just like you were living in heaven. And that's what that blessing is supposed to do for you right here on earth. Now, releasing the blessing. The blessing is not only on you, but it's in you. And this blessing, glory to God, is designed to make the garden out of any conditions on this earth. The garden is a replica of heaven. And God wants it so that if it's not in heaven, it's not in your life. Do you hear what I'm saying? And the blessing was all Adam had to work with. He didn't have nothing else. So I put the blessing is the original fix and faith is the original formula. It, faith is the technology that was used to, to launch this blessing. This blessing is going to move, but it needs this faith so that it can be launched. And what the enemy tries to do is block our blessing by somehow eliminating our faith. And to be angry, to be bitter, and all of that, that faith can't work in that environment. So I just looked at all the people that got rich with, <laughs> with, Lord have mercy. Let me just, let me just show you this. I'm just, just one thing and then I'm out. Look at Genesis and chapter 32. Now, In Genesis chapter 32, this is Jacob. Now that blessing, he released it and it took everything that Laban had and transferred it into Jacob's hands. Jacob now left town. Chapter 32, look at verse 10. And I am not worthy of the least of the mercies of all the truths which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with my staff, I've passed over this Jordan and now I'm become two bands. Could you put that up there 
in the Living Bible. Let's just see what the Living Bible says about it. For I'm not worthy of all the unfailing love and faithfulness that you've shown me, your servant. When I left home, I crossed Jordan River. I own nothing except a walking stick. Now my household fills two large camps. Now let's just see what he had because sometimes in your imagination, you're thinking too small. But now Esau was after him. And so what Joseph was going, uh, Jacob was going to do was send a gift to Esau to appease him so that he wouldn't be mad at him anymore. So what did he do? Verse 13, New Living Translation. Jacob stayed where he was at the fort at night. Then he selected these gifts from his possessions and presented to his brother Esau. 200 female goats. Now start adding this up, somebody. 20 male goats. Now you see what he's doing there. He's giving them some male and female so that they can multiply. 20 ewes and 20 rams, 30 female camels with their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He divided these animals into herds. No, how many was that? How many is that total animals? That was how many? 550 livestock animals. That's what he's given them. That's just a gift. Now, what I've in research, that gift could not be a tithe because the tithe of his herd was going back to his dad before he died. And you couldn't dishonor the tithe by giving somebody that much first. Lord have mercy. So if you look at how many livestock he had, the estimate, my number, is 560,000 livestock. Folks, 500 herd of cattle is a lot of cattle. 5,000 herd of cattle is a lot of cattle. But 560,000, that's the state of Illinois, Wisconsin. Come on now, help me with this. Now this is what the blessing had done for him. So he's going to send an appeasement gift, but put up there where we left off, please. Just put it back up there again. And look what he says. And he divided these animals and herds and assigned each different servants. So each one of those servants carried a group. Then he told his servants, go ahead of me with the animals, but keep some distance between the herds. He gave these instructions to the men leading the first group. When my brother Esau meets you, he will ask, whose servants are you? Where are you going? Who owns these animals? You must reply, they belong to your servant, 
Jacob, but they are a gift for his master, Esau. Look, he's coming right behind us. But notice what he's doing. He's having this group to hit him with a gift. Then behind that, this group to hit him with a gift. Come on, you got to see it. Because that's how it's going to be hitting you. I'm telling you, God is about to hit you time and time again. I'm telling you, it's your season. I'm saying, get ready, get ready, because God is going to make you laugh. Now, what God showed me that this morning, and he said, tell him that these gifts are about to start coming and get ready, get somewhere to put them because he's about to run your storehouse over. He's about to do something for you that you know the blessing has come on your life. Now give God a praise and a shout. to see something happen in your life. And look here. The blessing knows what to do. You don't need to try to get, try to figure it out. How is this happening to me? Just know that the favor of God is on your life. And God is about to hit you once after another, just like waves on a seashore. He's about to come on. I believe that. I said, I believe that. You got a business, you about to get hit time and time again. Come on. I'm telling you, business is going to start coming to you from the north. Come on, from the south, from the east and the west that you might have been sad before, but you about to get glad now. God's going to show you that he is God. receive that. Sit down. Now don't, don't, don't be concerned if other people don't believe it. That's because they've been down so long until it's just like these people want to go back to Egypt. They don't see how that's going to happen. But let me tell you, remember when the man prophesied? About this time tomorrow, it's going to be cheap and it's going to be plenty. Do you hear what I'm saying? I said, Lord, my objective is to make everybody that's hearing my word at least a millionaire. At least. And I'll say it publicly. And the devil, I'm saying it to you. At least a millionaire. 
Well, I trust that you were blessed by today's powerful teaching. Now, I'd like to take this time to thank all of our partners for your faithful prayers and financial support. Together, we are obeying God's great commission. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I encourage those of you who are not partnering with us to be a part of this wonderful work. I mean, God is really blessing this ministry. We've, we are going to the nations of the earth, bringing souls in that probably could never have been reached unless we went. It's a powerful work, and we'd like you to join us. It reminds me of the law of association. It's amazing what happened with Lot as he followed uh, his uncle Abraham. It says the Bible talks about God called Abraham. He said, come out from your kindred and your kind from the place where you are in the, in the land of Ur. This is Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, into a land that I'm going to show you. I'll bless you, make your name great, and you'll be a blessing. I'll bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. And in these shall all nations of the earth be blessed. And so Abraham departed and Lot with him. Lot was his nephew. He didn't call Lot. But Lot followed Abraham. And because he followed Abraham in Genesis chapter 13, it said that Abraham was rich. It got very rich. And then it also said that Lot got rich as well. Now, what did he do? He just followed him. What, did he, what was he doing? It was a law of association. You see, sometimes you can be associated with somebody that's blessed and you'll get blessed yourself. Look at Luke chapter 5. That's the same thing that happened, really, basically. Over in Luke chapter 5, where Peter was a fisherman. He had been out all night and caught nothing, washing his net. And then what happened? He came, Jesus asked to use his boat. And he said, yes. And Jesus got in the boat and said, push out from the land. And Jesus sat down and began to teach the people out of the boat. Well, then once he had finished, he asked Peter, launch out into the, boat, into the deep and let down your net for a draught. Now, what draw us a great increase? Peter said, Lord, we've fished all night and caught nothing. But nevertheless, at your word, I'll launch out. And when he did it, he caught a boat sinking, net-breaking load of fish. And here's what he did next. He called for his partners because he couldn't hold all of them. And his partners, God bless, they filled their boats up and they almost began to sink. What am I saying to you? I'm saying, look how God blesses me. And as you're uh, partnering with me or associated with the ministry by sowing and praying for us, Look what he'll do for you. It's called the law of association. You can even work it on the negative side. The Bible says don't even hang around with an angry man or you'll become angry yourself. <laughs> so let me tell you, we believe the word of God. We're doing what God has called us to do. And as you're associated with us through partnership, through your giving, through your faith, guaranteed some of that blessing will spill right over on you. So we want you to become a partner with us today. How do you do it? Call us or go online and sign up today. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and we want you to keep walking by faith. Learn how to experience the fullness of God's glory and power in your life with Dr. Winston's powerful series, Releasing the Blessing. To order your copy of this life-changing message on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, Contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Deep within you, there is a call to lead. Distractions have tried to bury it. Criticism has tried to smother it. But the call 
remains. And now it's time. Become an entrepreneur. God is awakening the call again. Answer it. Take a leap of faith. It's time for you to change the story. Not just for you, but for your neighborhood, your community, your city, your world. At Joseph Business School, we are here to equip you, to guide you, to empower you, to step into the call that God has given you. It's time to launch out, begin a new story. The call is clear. The time is now. Become an entrepreneur.